Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Morning, millennials. Welcome back to the morning toast. Happy hump day. We have a late show. Oh, it's no. Tuesday. It's Tuesday and good afternoon, millennials. Oh, my God. Oh you guys, God. today we are so disoriented. So many it's things only Tuesday. are That's going so on. Depressing. It's only Tuesday, but it's also like one o'clock because we delayed the show in order to watch Olivia Jade on Red Table Talk. And so, like, so many things are happening. First of all, the it's sun. It's brighter in here. The sun is at like a different position than it normally is. So, we're like, our light might go in and out of darkness and light just. Bear with us. And honestly, that's a metaphor for life. Yes, it really is a the, metaphor for life. The truckers for Tasha are outside and they're just like demanding well, no, to they, be spoken to. They're construction workers for Tasha today. Maybe they're, it's construction workers for Claudia. Oh, yeah, construction for Claudia. Hey, boys. They're really excited about the new book. Yeah. Oh, ever. speaking of, thank you for bringing that up. I haven't brought it up in a while, so I just felt like it was appropriate to talk about my book, which is coming out January 26, 2021. It's called Girl with No Job The Crazy Beautiful Life of an Instagram Thirst Monster. It's pretty much everything of the sort. Um, I started to now hand out copies to some friends of mine, um, and they're really just like giving me such positive feedback. So if you want a fabulous book that'll make you laugh, it's not too long, it's light, it's a little dark, you know, check it out. Girlwithnojob.com slash book. Girlwithnojob.com slash book. Audio electric, not electric. Electric Audio ebook and hardcover versions are all available um, for pre-order, and I would really appreciate the pre-order. Great. Well, we have such an interesting show for you today. Like, so much is going on. That's why we had to delay. We also each watched some interesting content yesterday. Yes, I watched The Flight Attendant. And I watched Godmothered on Disney+. Plus. It's a new movie starring... um. The girl who ran a marathon. Oh, Brittany runs a marathon and Jillian Bell and, and Isla, Isla Fisher. Fisher. And it was adorable. And it was also made like even better by the fact that Bruno Sweets came to bed with me. And like he was like literally under the covers with me for the first so time ever. He was being so sweet. He was being so tired because he spent the evening with Theo, two cousins being so cute. And they wore themselves out. So it was just like actually an amazing night. They were just like humping each other. With a great movie and a great man by my side. So I've had a good night. And a great morning, like doing the show a little later. I got so much done, did a load of laundry, took sweets out like three times. It was just so exciting. No, same. I literally had a full day before we even showed up today. I had the exterminator come. It was just very busy. And I feel like I look more beautiful at 12 than I do at like 930 when we usually start. I completely agree that I too feel like I look more beautiful. My my face is more settled into itself. Do you yes, know what I mean? Yes, and you lose that like morning puffiness. Yeah, and just like that morning like disheveled 
skin cell look. Do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. Okay, I'm so glad. I think I do know about the disheveled skin cells. So in our TV recap, we'll talk about the things that we watched. Yeah, um, I mean, that's all. You guys should just watch the movie. It's like A+, great movie. You would love it. Adorable. Really funny, too. And I don't want to spoil anything, so head on over to Disney Plus and watch it. Okay, so I guess I'll just talk about The Flight Attendant while I'm here. Yeah, just briefly. Like, two HBO minutes. HBO Max. Um, it's starring Kaylee Cuoco, which... She's just so ingrained in me as the girl from Big Bang. Like, I just don't feel like she can really play other characters. And she did a good job, but it's just like a really low-budget version of The Undoing. Like, they're really trying to recreate the magic. And there are quirky parts of it. But the first episode is, like, basically, she's this fabulous flight attendant. She's, like, this party girl. And she's, like, traveling around the world doing first class, like, meeting hot guys in first class. And I want to watch that show. Like, not what happens after the murder and it's a mystery. Like, Where's the flight attendant before the murder? Like, yeah. she was fabulous. And like, yes, she was definitely an alcoholic. But it was funny. Like, I wanted to watch that. So I don't know if I would really recommend it. I'm just like in it now. So like, I might as well finish it and like find out who killed the cutie. But it sounds like right. Yeah, because people are talking about it. But I also just want to say justice for Haley, Kaylee Kyoko because in... Kaylee um, Cuoco. Kaylee Cuoco because she's... Not Haley Kyoko. <laughs> Kaylee Cuoco. They're very similar names. That's another coincidence. <laughs> Haley Cu- I never put it together. Haley Kyoko and... Kaylee Cuoco. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> well, she was in The Wedding Ringer, which is an Your amazing movie. movie, and she's so good in it. Yeah, that so is a good movie. So just justice for her on that. Yeah, no, it's like, it's kind of what happened, like, with the, the Friends cast. None of them really were ever in, in anything, like, super memorable after that, because you're just Rachel Green, you know? Yeah. I feel it's that. a blessing and a curse. It's like you made so much money, you don't need to work again, and it's good because you can. <laughs> you know, totally. Well, oh, speaking of friends, <laughs> I know I was just gonna say this a follow also. up from yesterday's story when we were like railing on Matthew um, Perry Perry's and his Rogue r- merch line. It's not Rogue, and all the proceeds are going to COVID relief. Well, no, so. I think the designs are still a little Rogue. <laughs> yeah, no, I st- I stand by what I said on the design, but. It is a legitimate thing, and all the uh, proceeds are going to COVID relief. I did think it was weird that he was coming out with merch when he literally makes, like, from syndication and licensing, like, millions of dollars a year without leaving his bed. So it's all going to a very worthy cause. And I think the confusion stemmed from the story was about the fact that he his new fiance was modeling his merch. And I think it was the first time he like posted her on his Instagram. So the charity aspect got overshadowed yeah. and maybe it was at the bottom of the article, but I didn't see it. So apologies. We apologize. Justice for him and his charitable endeavors. And we appreciate the you work guys, you're the doing. The light is insane. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're listening as a podcast, you can't tell. But if you're watching on YouTube, sorry, we're super blown out. We're just not used to that midday glow. No, we're not you seven day glow so if we ever had dreams of doing the show at one o'clock then we know that we can no i think we're maybe more of a four o'clock group of gals now i totally agree um so is there anything else you want to talk about no and i think like because of the light like the light is like this for a reason and the reason is the fast five stories that we need to get into Mm -hmm. so without further ado here are the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of maybe you're like your afternoon crumb cake Mm, I would love a crumb cake right now. I'm right. not going to lie. A little dry, though, because then you wouldn't be able to talk. No, but I would need a crumb cake. with. Oh, by the way, there is an interesting update in my life. Hmm. So you know me. I love a McDonald's fountain soda. Love, love, love. But recently during COVID, something weird has been happening on Uber Eats with all of the local McDonald's. They're not using their fountain machines. It says bottled soda. And like, I literally don't need to order bottled soda. It's so disgusting. So I have journeyed into other options. And one of those options is Chick-fil-A. There's one right by me and they have crushed ice. And I have to say, I do believe Diet Coke from Chick-fil-A is better than McDonald's. Wow. Have you been ordering any of the food? No. Why don't you get a nug? Because... 
I don't know. There's something about Chick-fil-A that like I just don't need in my life. Do you know what I mean? Like I love. You have enough vices. Uh, yeah, no, I have enough like fast food that I really enjoy. And like just to learn a whole new menu is just not something I'm ready but, to like, do. I feel like if it's the menu for you because it's chick. Ch no, it's like chicken based. I know. And you're chicken based. No, I know. But it's just like it's really not a New York thing. You There's stick to a chicken based diet. For sure. Some people do plant based. I'm chicken based. <laughs> it's just not a New York thing. I feel like people in like certain parts of the country like wake up and go get their Chick-fil-A. No, but like they brought it to New York because it's now a New York thing. Yeah, I guess. But it's it's really not. As someone who's lived here, it's not a New York thing. Okay. Well, the construction for Claudia workers are saying. They that want my attention. They want to see my titties. They're just excited. They're construction for Chick-fil-A. Um, oh, sorry. I was in the middle of saying something. Yes. Today's episode is brought to you by Axon Taser. Protecting our family is our number one priority, but we want to do it safely. And the people at Taser believe that safer self-defense is better self-defense. Their line of non-lethal self-protection devices are small and lightweight, they, you can carry them with you or in your glove compartment or your purse, and they're powerful enough to incapacitate an attacker. Guns carry unnecessary risks for you and those around you, and even pepper spray can harm you as much as an attacker. Taser products are off are safer and easier to use. You know, we are living in crazy times, and if you're not protecting yourself, you gotta be. You never know what's around the corner. If you're jogging late at night, you're in a gas station, you're in a park, like, no more putting your keys between your fingers. Like, protect yourself properly. Their tasers use an electrical charge to immobilize attackers for up to 30 seconds, allowing you time to escape and send emergency dispatch to your GPS location. So not only do they take care of the attacker, but they'll send an emergency dis just dispatch using your GPS location. All their devices come loaded with features like laser-assisted targeting, emergency dispatch, which will send response team to your GPS location upon firing. More than 237,000 lives have been saved with the taser network of devices, apps, and personnel. Now... You can own a Taser that's the number one choice of law enforcement agencies. Protect yourself and your family with Taser's line of smart, self-defense products. Taser is available without a permit in most U.S. states. Get the Taser Pulse Plus or Taser Strike Light at taser.com with promo code TOAST. Save 15% now at taser.com, T-A-S-E-R.com. The promo code is TOAST. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Taser.com, promo code TOAST. Great. Okay, are you ready for our first story? The reason for this afternoon's yes. host season. Yes, I have a lot to say. Olivia Jade Giannulli breaks her silence on the college admission scandal. She says, quote, we messed up. In her first interview since news of the controversy broke last year, the 21-year-old influencer sat down for Tuesday's episode of Jada Pinkett Smith's Facebook watch show, Red Table Talk, where she opened up about her parents, Lori Laughlin and Massimo Giannulli's sentencing. She said they are both, well, they are both currently serving time in prison after pleading guilty in May. Uh, Lori admitted to one count of conspiracy to commit wire and mail fraud, and her husband pleaded guilty to one count of conspiracy to commit wire and mail fraud, and one count of honest services, wire and mail fraud. Mail fraud. Olivia started on the show saying quote it's been hard I think for anybody no matter what the situation is you don't want to see your parents go to prison but also I think it's necessary for us to move on and move forward so let's just start at the beginning because obviously I think everyone's been waiting to hear from Olivia Jade and we knew that she couldn't say anything while the court was still in session and the trial was still going on but now that it's kind of behind them and her parents are serving their time she has the opportunity to speak out and I think her choice to go on Red Table Talk was really interesting and kind of the harder route because in this scandal, Olivia and her family have really become the face of like white privilege mm -hmm. and financial privilege. And I think that at Red Table Talk, it's, you know, hosted by three generations of black women. They use their show to, you know, lift up other black voices and, and talk about issues in the black community. And this isn't necessarily like what 
like their bailiwick, you know, and what they would usually talk about. Yeah. So I thought the choice to go on there was super interesting. And I think having three different people who appeared to be on complete polar opposite sides, like I thought Willow was probably the most sympathetic towards Olivia Jade because I'm actually sure they know each other, like just from being like celebrity kids. And I'm sure Willow, they have similar friends and they just grew up similarly, not completely the same, but similarly. I thought that Jada was kind of in the middle, like understanding like, how kind of silly it might be to have Olivia Jade on the show, but also like just being a mom herself and like so sympathetic. Yes. And just like such a warm person. A warm person and someone who understands the nuances of, I don't want to say cancel culture, but just like being a human being and making mistakes. Yes. And then you had Jada's mom, Adrian, who was just completely on the other side of Willow, just being like, we've built this show. Like, why are we having this girl? She's going to be fine. And that's the sentiment of a lot of people. And I feel like they all really represented like the way that- The way that different people people feel about this situation yeah so I do think by the end of the interview like she I thought she did a a really good job like I think however you feel about it like I don't think you could say that she was like it was scripted at all or she was being disingenuous like I think the fact that she admitted like when it first came out like she couldn't understand why people were upset at her and then like now it's been like over a year yeah it's been almost two years because it was in like February March of 2019 um yes I think that she obviously owned up to the mistakes that her family made. I think she was also very honest about how at the beginning she didn't understand that it was a mistake or how or why it was. And she was like, why is everyone getting so bent out of shape? The bubble that she grew up in. So I think that she was very honest and ultimately gave a good interview. Yeah. You know, and didn't... Did, it didn't victimize herself overwhelmingly so, like, talked about the struggles that it's been for her and her family, but, like, understanding completely the level of privilege that she has and how they all messed up. Yeah, I mean, it's super hard for her, I, I can imagine, to, like, have to speak on behalf of her whole family and I feel like she did a good job of like really speaking for herself Mm -hmm. while also being like but this is a similar sentiment and I think that a lot of the coverage around them has been like does Olivia hate her mom Lori like I remember when it was all happening there was like helicopters above their house it's like Olivia Jade confronts mom like it's like are they divided is she mad at her parents like does she hate them for ruining her life um and I feel like she did a good job of like explaining how they've really gone through this as a family and they share similar sentiments like not realizing that like they went to extreme illegal and kind of unethical lengths just to get their kids into college. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I don't know. I thought it was, um, it was a little short. I'm not going to lie. Really? Yeah. It was 30 minutes. Yeah. No, I, I thought it was going to be longer. Really? I, yeah. I feel like, thir- I don't know what more they could have. I feel like there were some questions that they could have asked that weren't asked. I also feel like there were some cuts. So maybe things yeah. were taken out if it was like verbose or unnecessary, but I feel like they got to the heart of the issue. I feel like people can really see how Olivia feels about the situation and that she's completely sorry and yeah. working on all of it, all of it. And, giving back to her community and just like being a better influence and role model. Yeah. Cause I think like part of the reason why I think she fell so hard is cause certain people like are on the internet and make it very clear. Like I'm not your role model. Like they do crazy <laughs> things. And I think that Olivia Jade like has a super young impressionable audience and like without saying expressly, like she was a role model to a lot of people, which is why it made it like such a bigger blow when everything came crashing down. But the other thing I wanted to say is, and, and how I was a good indicator of like how I thought it was a good interview was that there was a lot of uncomfortable moments, especially between Adrian, Jada's mom and Olivia, who kind of came for her the hardest. And I think that Olivia took it super well. And I, I, I mean, I think it was a tough position for also the three hosts to be in like their audience. I think 
I think they're going to get a lot of shit. For having her. I think when they announced it, they got a lot of shit. And I think towards the end, I think that the interview was very favorable towards the end. And I think they'll get a lot of shit for it. So I, I just, I think a good indication that it was a good interview was like when talking about like white privilege and just like racial issues and social inequality, like there were uncomfortable moments for Olivia. And I don't know, I thought it was very good. I, I'm always... When, when I report on things like this, I'm always sympathetic to the person going through it. Yeah. And that I know a lot of people don't agree with that and people might have their own opinions on that, which is great because we live in a free country and everyone is entitled to their own opinions. But I thought it was a very good interview and I thought she was genuine. I thought it was a really great interview. Every time that uh, we watch a Red Table Talk, I'm always infinitely impressed with by, Jada. With Jada and, and the just the way that the whole show is and what their goal is. I agree. I, I just think there's not enough programs like it. Agreed. And we were just talking about all the other things that she could have done. If, you know, like, say you're Olivia Jade, like, what media interview do you want to give? Also, she does have her own YouTube channel and her own platform. Yes. She could have done her own apology Taking video. Taking the views for herself. Yeah, and just, like, not, had to a- not have to answer direct questions and plan it out. And I think that this path that she chose, I think, it was a really good decision for her. Yeah. And I think that the interview, like it wasn't just fluff and no. her just saying the right things. I think that she really had to answer for a lot of the things. And also she was talking about, you know, those comments that she made. I think it was on Zach Sang's show where she was um, talking about how she just wanted to go to college to party. Yeah. And, and she, she's like, I don't really care about school. And she's right. like, the fact that I can even say that and edit it and upload it, like that just proves how out of touch I was. Yeah. And I don't know, that to me that sounded like the statement of someone who like, Oh, no, that was from her own video, YouTube right? YouTube channel, okay. I think. Yeah. That just, it seemed like she, in the last almost two years, like, has definitely grown up quite a bit. Yeah, she gets it. She gets it. And I know a lot of people are like, how could you not get it before? Like, and it's true, and Jada even said that. Like, we live in a time where it's like everything is all over the news and everyone's talking about all these social issues. Like, how do you just exclude yourself? And so she, I feel like they really asked her, like, tough questions and she had answers for most of them and I just I I agree with you I had the same sentiment after the Jordan Woods interview because of course after Jordan Woods like I'm a Kylie stan I'm a Kardashian stan I'm like oh my god Jordan Woods sucks and I just feel like they do a really good job on that show of just like lifting people up while also acknowledging like the elephant in the room like what's going on and I just think they could have been like way harder on her and like really like made her cry almost like they could have because it's uncomfortable but I feel like they were just very gracious while also like you know doing the work and I just Jada has this like energy about her that it's like very maternal like Mm -hmm. she's this warm smile every question was just like smile and they they didn't like when Olivia was like saying things they were like right right yes 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 I just felt like they were it was a I thought it was a lovely uh interview yeah I think it went I think it went well for her I look forward to hearing what everybody else thinks we just watched it like we finished 10 minutes ago so I haven't really seen like what the general consensus is Mm -hmm. from the viewers but I'm sure the toasters will let us know their thoughts and if what you guys thought. I'm yeah. actually really curious to hear. I am too. Yeah, and to see what happens next, what she does next. Right. With, she still has, you know, over millions of followers and a, and a big platform. And now that she's finally, what she kept saying is, you know, over the past two years, she hasn't been able to say that she's sorry, that she messed up, and that she, like... She was worried people thought that her silence meant she didn't care. Right. And so now being able to put, take the first step towards putting this behind her, I look forward to the rest of the steps that she's going to take. Yeah, me too. It'll be interesting to watch. Yes. Okay, next story is just an interesting one. I sent this to you yesterday, and um, I'm interested to hear your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Mario Lopez is a finger-licking good Colonel Sanders in new recipe movie. What the fuck is this? I was so 
confused at this movie poster when you sent it to me. Mm-hmm. It's like a sponsored Lifetime movie? It's a movie? sponsored Lifetime movie about a sexy Colonel Sanders <laughs> played by Mario <laughs> Lopez. I'm sorry, but I think this is like my favorite news. Yes. Mario Lopez obviously inked like a large deal with Lifetime because he just did that Annalyn McCord one, which I actually heard was like pretty cute, but like, you know, obviously no Hallmark. So this is the next installment in his overarching deal with Lifetime. And I just didn't see it coming. And, and KFC is paying the big bucks. So spring in with 11 secret herbs and spices, Mario Lopez is serving up a big bucket of finger-licking good lovin' as Ew. none other than KFC. Sounds like a porn description. <laughs> it's just the post being funny. Signature spokesman Colonel Sanders. Deep fried by forbidden flame, sizzling hot, and juicy Lopez. <laughs> Quaffed with the Colonel's unmistakable silver comb over and well-groomed goatee, steams up the small screen as a saucy chef with the hots for his evil, albeit well-to-do boss's daughter in Lifetime's original mini-movie, A Recipe for Seduction. I just don't really understand, like, how sponsored movies work <laughs> like are there commer- like i'm just so confused i it's also a mini movie so a short film oh god this Have. is just getting worse and worse i'm not gonna lie like the poster of mario lopez with like a silver slicked comb over like it was so bizarre <laughs> we're gonna post it to our instagram it just needed a little context because i feel like when I sent it to you, like, you did not know what I was sending you. No, not at all. And then after you sent it to me, I, like, saw people reporting on it like it was normal. And it's not. Like, we need no. to ad- address the colonel in the room. Like, it's very weird. <laughs> Someone tweeted, I don't like KFC, Lifetime movies, or Mario Lopez, but together, magic. <laughs> no, honestly, like, Mario Lopez, I'm sure he's getting paid a <laughs> lot of money. Because that's the only, like, logical reason why you would embarrass yourself so badly. <laughs> But how much money do you think he made? Not enough. Not enough. What are the tweets? Lifetime is releasing a a horny KFC movie starring Mario Lopez as Colonel Sanders. I will never recover. We have to watch, obviously. Obviously. And I'm really curious what this new mini movie genre is. Speaking of things we have to watch, um, premiering this week on NBC is The Grinch starring Matthew Morrison. And I do think that I do have to like just watch at least part of it just as like the as a person who I feel spreads the most gospel, uh, anti anti Matthew Morrison gospel, I think that you have to do your research in order to confirm whether or not it still stands. But but I did see that clip of him. Yes. Oh, it was so disgusting. It was bad. I hate your couch. He's just so gross. Like <laughs> I couldn't understand if he was saying I hate your couch or I ate your couch. But regardless, I didn't understand the point of the commercial, and it was very, very offensive. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'll be able to to watch. Definitely not. But maybe. Who knows? You never know where you'll and wind it's up. Live. So like, you're also like weird things happen when you're live, especially when you're Matthew Morrison. Like, you know, there's just the, the possibilities for what could happen are endless. And that's exciting. Okay. So you watch that. Let us know. And, and you watch I'll, I'll be watching Colonel. Recipe for Seduction. I just, who thought this was a good idea? I, I think it's a great idea. I feel like KFC actually, like for as long as I've like been alive, like they actually always have like funny commercials, like Rob Riggle playing the Colonel. Like they do a good job. This Reba seems, playing the Colonel. This just seems like a huge miss. I don't know. They, they're always like, Ahead of the curve, like maybe mini movie commercials of, of like sexy Colonel Sanders are the next. Who big plays thing. his love interest or the? She his didn't nemesis? get top billing oh. on the um on the poster, unfortunately. When you wear a bandaid on your finger, as I notice you are, who do you feel like? 
Junie Cortez. Okay, I'm just, I'm glad we're on the same page. What happened Only to your finger? Only because you just said it. Well, because I'm moving, I have all these hand-related injuries. Mm. Like, my cuticles are so dry. Nails are breaking off. I broke off a nail literally in the middle of my nail. Oof. And it was bleeding for days. So, like, my nails are just, like, these little sad things. But it's just a sign of a good move. I feel like there's truly certain things that are, like, the most painful things in the world. Obviously, like, giving birth. I, th- I think, like, getting, like, kicked hard in the nuts. Like, I think that really hurts. And what they should add to the list is, like, when you have an acrylic nail or just even, like, a long Natural nail. That, that breaks. No, acri- no. acrylic is. No. Na- imagine your natural nail bl- breaks. In the l- middle. More than halfway down. No, I'm hearing you. But when you break an acrylic nail, it breaks your real nail, too. And it could literally break at the base of your nail. Like, well, it's crazy. Okay, but, like, that's. I feel like the lesson from that would be, okay, I won't get acrylic nails. But these are my natural nails. I try and keep my nail health really good. And there's nothing. I don't know what to do to make them stop breaking in the middle. And it's so painful. What other things do you think like our top build is like the most painful? Oh, I feel like kidney stones. I feel like when you bang your knee at oh. Del Frisco's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Jackie and I literally went, had a meeting once in Rockefeller Center. And we had lunch next door like before or after. And it was so crowded because like. It was like the lunch rush at NBC. So like all the NBC stuff. And we like tried to get a table and Jackie, li- you could tell the story. Wait, no, I don't even think you were there this one. That's what oh. makes it even sadder. I went to sit at the bar at Del Frisco's. I don't know who I was meeting. Maybe I was meeting you, but you weren't there yet. Okay. I was sitting maybe. at the bar and I go to cross my leg. You guys know I do it on the show every day. And I hit the top of my kneecap on this huge gold gilded like brick of a bar and I was doubled over in pain. Like, literally wanted to cry, but I was alone. I didn't know what to do. And it was so fucking painful. So, yeah, a, a good knee bang can really put you out. A good knee bang, out. yeah. Um, cool. <laughs> Is that an awkward silence? No, 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 no. Nothing's awkward when you have love book. <laughs> <laughs> no, just an awkward segue. You guys, it's the holiday season. I've been getting so many DMs like, what's the love book code? Listen, please. Love book is a personalized gift that helps people express feelings that might be difficult to say out loud. Most customers use a love book to revisit their fondest memories or to list the reasons why they love someone. Love books are completely customizable and people can use them however they like. So if you, it's, you would think it's like great, it's a great gift for a kid in your life, but it's also a great gift for someone who you've known for a long time or someone who like doesn't really, like a material item won't do justice to like how much you love them. You basically use the book to create characters that look just like you or the recipient with all the features that make them unique. You can even choose your favorite hairstyle or outfits. Like you can get really specific in the customizations. So they have the option to personalize each page as much as you like, but they also have an express option that you can create a complete book in just a few minutes. Love books are the perfect gift for any occasion but especially for anniversaries birthdays and the holiday season like christmas and hanukkah coming up um visit lovebookonline.com slash toast to receive a special 20 percent discount only for our listeners again that's lovebookonline.com slash toast for that 20 percent discount perfect for the holiday season get your orders in and get that 20 percent discount at lovebookonline.com slash toast love it really a great gift idea yeah Okay, next story. You know who's going to be getting lots of gifts this year? Howard Stern, mm. because he's inked a new five-year deal with Sirius XM. This is big news, obviously, as Howard Stern stands. Like, always excited to see what he does next. But I do feel like there was some... Question. Question about what he would do next. And theories that it could be something in podcasting, right. Spotify. It's not. I mean, Shock Jack Howard Stern will host his popular radio show on Sirius XM for another five years under a new contract deal the broadcaster announced on Tuesday. So... First of all, 
part of me is like, when is Howard Stern going to stop? He's been on radio for so long. He's so rich and he's 66. Like he might want to retire soon. But I feel like, and I actually read a statement when he was talking about on his show, like how he's going to be doing five more years at Sirius. He's like, I mean, and I work from home now, so I really have no excuse to like not do radio, which I thought was funny um and when, when a few months ago when we were talking about how his deals coming to an end like will he go to spotify like spotify is really investing after reading his book that you told me to read which is so good um what's it called howard, howard stern comes, comes again. again um it's so clear that like he has such a passion for like radio as a medium so i don't think he if he did leave sirius xm like i do think the company, like, there's, I can't think of any people who, like, have that much influence on a company. Like, if Howard Stern were to leave, like, I do think SiriusXM would, in a year or two time, like, actually file for bankruptcy. Yeah, well, I mean, he is inextricably linked to SiriusXM, and I think that also gives him so much, like, free range over his show. Yeah. Which he needs in order to be able to do his show, so it's very mutually beneficial. But ser- shares of Sirius did rise 1.8% on the news that he was re-signing. Right. So, yes, he is a big part of Sirius, but I also feel, like, Sirius does have a lot of business out side of him but he's a, a like yes but I I think like Howard I think in his book he said he has 60 million like listeners like that listen to him almost every day and I I can't imagine that half of them like wouldn't leave if Howard left yeah. I, like I know people who just only have Sirius XM like for Howard yeah so and well, what and what I was saying like in the book he's like so passionate about radio not like audio radio specifically that I don't think he would like diss the medium by leaving do you know what I mean yeah and no, doing it podcasts. would be like such a big change in a big move he said I've been proven right about satellite radio over and over again with this contract renewal I can't wait to see what else I'll be right about that's so funny because I really don't agree with him on satellite radio but he's he's proven it's a self-fulfilling prophecy he's proven that it's right wherever he goes will be successful so. right so of course satellite's successful because that's the medium that you chose to love yes but I do think satellite beyond Howard Stern and also beyond us because we don't listen to radio we don't and we don't have we're cars. not in cars and yeah. we don't have like commutes yeah so yeah it doesn't apply to us. That's true, I guess. I'm just biased in, like, my lifestyle. Not, I don't have a car, so. Um, but I just feel like now, like, with, like, Bluetooth, like, what do you need a car, what do you need Sirius XM for? I don't know. Even when I'm in a car with Bluetooth, like, I'm always reluctant to hook up my phone. I just, like, want a different experience. I don't want to, like, okay. you know. Sometimes I, I do want, if those people on the radio didn't talk so much. I know. I, sometimes I would listen to the radio. Like, I want someone else to choose the songs for me. I don't want to listen to the songs that I listened to while I got ready that morning. The Amphum radio is so problematic in the sense, like, you could be in the car for 30 minutes and not hear one fucking song. No, it's so upsetting. And, like, those shows, like, War of the Roses, like. What's that? Where they call people and prank call people. Oh, Elvis Duran and the Z Morning Zoo. Yeah, but, like, Elvis is a personality. And I feel like it's akin to, you know, Howard or us. Where people listen to hear about him. And yeah, I, I, I have, like, memories of Elvis Duran, like, literally, like, growing up. Yes. And so I understand, like, Bobby Bones. Yes. But all of, like, those, like, gamified, like, shows that are just, like, take up time. Is the Breakfast Club on Satellite, or is it on Amphum? Amphum. Oh, that's a good show. Yeah. Okay. But I'm sure you could also, like, get it on demand, and it's a podcast. And well, that's, like, every it's show. Everywhere. Yeah, but it's, Breakfast Even Club Howard. is a part of iHeartRadio, which is Amphum. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah, but, like, Howard, you can watch on YouTube sometimes. With, Some, like, like, with, with like two-minute clips. Guests. Two-minute clips. Yeah, Not yeah. enough. Not enough. Okay, ready for our next story? Yeah. A little big news. Not for the first time. A little since, big news? A little big <laughs> news. A little big town? <laughs> For the first time since 1978, the Kardashian family Christmas party is canceled. Have you seen this? I saw Chloe tweet it. When I saw the headline that said, like, 
canceled for the first time since 1978. I thought it was a joke. Like, yeah, no, I'm like, what the Kardashians? They weren't even born. But truly, they've been having a Christmas Eve party since 1978. And this is the first year they won't be having one due wow. to COVID. That's Chloe crazy. announced on Twitter that the COVID cases are getting out of control in California. So we decided that we're not doing a Christmas Eve party this year. I mean, obviously, because we can't be gathering in groups of like 30 or more. But this is just devastating as a pop culture stan and someone who really studies the Kardashians, you know, religiously. This is huge for us. Yeah, no, this is a bummer. Like the content is always so good. Who's there? Who's not there? What are the girls wearing? Who's performing? Who's, who, who's having it at where? Whose house? Whose house, yeah. Says so much. And it's. It's going to be missed for sure. Yeah. And as like someone who's obviously never been invited, but always feels like they should be invited. I'm actually glad it's not happening because like now I won't have FOMO. That's so true for you. Yeah. Every time the Kardashians get together, I'm like genuinely upset and offended that I'm not invited when like in no possibility, like in no world would I ever be. Yeah. But it's like, I just feel so close to them, you know? Yeah. No, I, I do know. So I just hope that this means next year's party will be two times bigger, yeah. better. Well, they've been getting like smaller almost. I feel like maybe five years ago they were like such big ordeals with like huge performance and everyone got like super dressed up and then when it was at Courtney's it was like kind of low-key and it's like nobody knew where to do it and I feel like they've been just getting progressively smaller except when Kim had like a full backyard full of snow but I feel like maybe now this is like the kick in the ass they needed for next year to make it like a big extravaganza as well I wonder where they would have had it this year I feel like they should have at Kylie's new house her backyard she was posting like on her stories yesterday like her sunset and it literally looks like a Las Vegas pool club like yeah. all the like chairs banquettes like yeah and like it's gay amazing. beds yeah yeah that's true um I don't know I feel like Kylie doesn't could, wouldn't host it if Kylie hosted it would be a totally different kind of party with like literally tiktokers and youtubers yeah it's actually crazy how like di- like Kylie's like in so many ways she's like so old she's like so accomplished she has a baby but she's also like so young with her tiktok you know no and that's the magic of kylie jenner and she's also keeping the family like super young and relevant relevant yeah. but then also courtney hangs out with addison so it's all it's all weird it's all mixed in there but speaking of youtubers we were talking about previously because we both watched hannah mojo yes. on call her daddy i finished it yesterday it was so good i did not know like really anything about her and i feel like my experience watching the episode i was so impressed with her and then i actually started watching like her mtv show tana turns 21 oh my god you because it would, like came up on my YouTube su- suggested for next, and then like I started to get a better idea of who she is. But, like while I was watching the episode of her on Call Her Daddy, like I didn't know how old she was, and I would have assumed she was like thirty. Mm-hmm. Like until I heard that she like she had a show where she just turned, turned twenty one, which is so crazy. Yeah, I have been telling you about Hannah for a while because I thought I had to would experience like it for myself. I watched like half of her interview with Call Her Daddy, and it was not what I thought it was going to be. I think towards the end, which I didn't watch yet, it's like a lot of like. Sex blow job, yeah. which um, is not what I tuned in for. I just like want to know more about Tana. And I actually agree. Like I thought she was really smart in the way she spoke about like her many scandals and how like for so long she just like tried so hard to like make people think she was like this type of person. And like she's only recently been able to like give that up and just be like whatever, like think about me what you want. And also the way that she grew up like in like a really broken home. And I didn't realize like all the friends she hangs out with on her Instagram stories like Amari, like they're from L- Las Vegas together. Yes. So I just learned a lot about her. I thought it was a very good interview. Yeah. And she was talking about like her many scandals and and so I googled like because I didn't I really didn't know that much about her and then I realized Tanacon. yes and then I was like oh yeah so then I had to learn what Tanacon was about and it was while I was watching Tana turns 21 like it was all in like the aftermath of Tanacon. oh it was but watching the show like made me um sort of annoyed because I hate watching like people who are just like these huge stars who like surround themselves like with man like her manager I don't know if they were just like putting on for the show but it was like he's not a manager anymore and there's like a lot of people wondering why good Jordan good. right Jordan I not was just manager. like not 
here for their dynamic. Like oh, she interesting. Need, like he was just like, he was, he wasn't being a manager. He was being like a friend and also like a hater. And that was just not the support that she needed. And it's, I love that she's friends with her friends from Las Vegas, Las Vegas. Cause I'm sure like that grounds her a mm-hmm. lot, but I was just like not enjoying the other people surrounding her. Interesting. And like having experience, like getting to know her first from call her daddy. I just feel like I have a whole different perception on her as if, than if I like knew about her from yeah. YouTube and her various scandals but and all that stuff. she also said on call her daddy that like that, show was like a dark time like and it was super yes. like staged like fake fights with your I, friends I mean, yeah she was like literally taking a bath with amari like what were they doing a face mask and i was like i get what you mean it was yeah it was like staged. so just like contrived yes totally okay fifth and final story a little sports news wait is it the fifth and final story that's brought to you by better help yes Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. There is a broad range of expertise available which may not be locally available to you. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. There's never been a more pertinent time to start therapy if you are not in therapy and you've been thinking about it. And seeing as how we like really can't leave our homes nor should we be leaving our homes and it's just easier to do everything from your home better help brings therapy to you you can log into your account do phone calls videos messages it's like the easiest most 21st century most easy way to do therapy they're committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed at any time it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available better help wants you to start living a happier life today Visit BetterHelp.com slash toast, that's better H-E-L-P, and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So the special offer for the Morning Toaster listeners to get 10% off your first month is BetterHelp.com slash toast. You have to use that link to get the 10% off. Again, it's better com slash toast. I'm sorry to interrupt you. No worries. It's just some sports news that I think you'll find interesting because some snooze some snooze break dancing remember the game snood break dancing will now be an event at Olympic Games starting in 2024 oh wow summer or winter um 2024 I think the whole Olympics is messed it's up off now. now yeah summer summer yeah. Is it outdoor is it outdoor break dancing? It's the Paris Games so what did we just we were supposed to have winter we were supposed to have summer games in 2020 so summer games in 2024 Summer. So are they s- summer, 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 summer. I literally thought the same thing. Um, so are they moving summer from 20 to 24 or just skipping the summer one? They're moving this year, I think, to 2021, I think. Okay, I'm still not clear the on Olympics whether... The Olympics have gotten so confusing, but um, at least people will be breakdancing their way through Yeah, that's it. very exciting. Breakdancing their way through the confusion. In an attempt, in an attempt to ch- attract a younger audience, the International Olympic Committee said that the new flexibility is part of reforms of the Olympic agenda 2020 and added that the decision will help make the Olympic Games Paris 2024 fit for a post-corona world. Oh, I guess because it's like a solo sport. Oh, because I'm like, really I'm not hope, seeing how... I hope that by 2024... Um, if they wanted to appeal to younger people, they should have, like, fastest typing or something. No, they should have, like, best TikTok, Mavis Beacon. like, dancing. Mavis Beacon. Mavis Beacon. She would win. Oh, yeah, like, fastest... Um, Thumb twiddling, yeah. No, but, like, best, like, TikTok dancers. Like, Charlie could represent the USA. I mean, she does represent the USA. <laughs> um, and mighty well, might I add. 
so like that's pretty cool for all the break dancers out there like you're now an olympian could be yeah no i mean i don't know if you know this about me but when i was a child i used to be able to break dance and um i'm too fat for it now because like the position i have to bend down into and like swing my leg around like my belly just gets in the way which is really unfortunate because i really feel like i had a really big talent for it but i'll get over it and i will survive and i will thrive but i won't be at the olympics Got it. Well, the construction workers for Claude are excited about, you know, They're like, yes, Claude, break dance that shit. I mean, I could try. Maybe I'll try it after. I'm just, like, not in the physical shape or, honestly, the mental shape to be getting down that low to the ground and swinging my leg around. <laughs> but, like, I'm sure there's a home video of me somewhere. Do you know that move I'm talking about? Obviously. It's like you're squatted and, like. Do it for us. No, no, no. Get you're, up. You're squatted and, like, one leg is out and your hands are on the floor. And then you whip the leg around. I can't envision it. I'm going to need you to do it. Are you serious? <laughs> okay, move your legs. I might like get off camera, so hold on. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. You know what I'm talking about. Oh my God. Is that an Olympian? Did that look familiar at all to you from our childhood? Yes. Not going to lie. Like my arm 100% just popped out of the socket. Like I'm in so much pain right now. Thank you though for showing everyone. You're welcome. And I just, I was worried that people wouldn't know what move I was talking about, you know? And honestly, I don't have my breakdancing shoes on, and a carpet is really not, like, the best place. I need more of, like, a smooth, like, marble surface. Um, so that's why I couldn't land it, but I probably could if I tried really hard. Maybe I'll try after No, this. you, I know that you could. I've seen yeah. it before. Yeah, no, you've seen it. Yeah, like, you were sweet okay. back in the day. My shoulder um, is hurting me so much. <laughs> I literally need to go to the hospital. Like, I, I've never um, popped you my shoulder. left it all on the floor. Big time. I've never, um, like, popped my shoulder out of the socket. What did, is it? Dislocated? Did you, did you pop and lock and, and jam and break? break? No, I definitely dislocated my shoulder. Martha should be going to the Olympics. By the way, she's <laughs> killing it on TikTok, like, literally breakdancing her way to millions of followers. She could represent the USA in the TikTok category or I would let dance. her because, you know what? She likes to pop and lock and, and jam, jam and break. break. <laughs> Um, okay, my shoulder hurts. I think we have to wrap this up. Yeah, I have like, it's two o'clock now. It's... No, I know. It's like time for bed. No, yeah, no, I'm going to live method. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Morning Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast fact stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So at Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places wherever you listen to podcasts, find us, the Morning Toast, leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. We hope you have an amazing day. We'll see you tomorrow back at regular time. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.